This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in, roadies. Welcome in. This is another episode of the Fantasy Road Show with your hosts, per use, Mike and Ryan. And we are uh, joined by a, a very friend of the podcast, a very good friend, Shane McCormick, contributor of the uh, Sports Ethos. Shane, how are you doing today? And thank you for joining us. Doing good. Oh, what do we got there? Kiwi guava? Uh, yep, we got a little bit of the... Uh, nice. Uh, Kiwi guava. Yep. Yeah. Awesome. Nice. What's, so, Shane, uh, now that you've been diving into the Celsius, I, I need to ask you, what's your favorite flavor? Uh, which ones have you liked? Which ones have you not liked? Uh, let me know. So right now, uh, orange is still at the top, surprisingly. Nice. Okay. Um, so we've got orange, kiwi guava. Uh, that kiwi guava, I would say third, second is... The one I had in Kentucky last week, which I'm blanking on now. I saw you had a strawberry lemonade at one point. Stra- yep, yep, that's second. Yep. Nice. Yeah, non-carbonated, right? Strawberry lemonade. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. Okay, um, cool. Well, awesome. Yeah, Celsius, the unofficial official beverage of the Fantasy Roadshow. Shane, you've been awesome just tweeting them and trying to get some exposure there. We're going to keep hammering that and one of these days, right? One of these days, you know, it's like it's like baby Billy said, you know, there will come a payday. Hallelujah. What a payday. There will come a payday someday. We'll get there. Baby Billy. Uh, I love that. We just had a gemstones uh, reference on the pod. That's Best awesome. show on television right now. Or well, it was now it's over, but uh, great show. Great show. Um, yeah. Well, thanks, Shane. Thanks for your I, I guess our first recurring guest and certainly our, um, and, you know, our favorite guests we've had on, uh, excited for another awesome episode here today. Uh, very loyal roadie and we're going to together, we're going to get sponsored by Celsius that (laughs) one way or another. Shane has has been the roadie that's spearheading that, uh, that movement and we're going for it. But yes, um, today we're talking, um, reactions after uh, week one of preseason, and I do want to make it very well known that we are not uh, going to be one of those podcasts or those analysts in the space that overreact too much. There's a lot of that bullshit going on, yeah. but there has been some pretty fantasy relevant stuff. I think we're all just so excited to like see how our our how our draft our our draft rankings are changing. Just talking about real live football, so. Start there and then move into a mock. We had Shane and a, and a lot of the Sports Ethos uh, members onto a uh, a mock draft in the past, and Shane we felt won that draft, so want to have him have him on again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, but yeah, we can't preface that enough. Don't overreact on these preseason games. We yeah. waited so long to watch football, and we want to react so heavily. But um, just you know, hold back the urges. Um, you know, you know, take it with a grain of salt. Um, yeah. Obviously, don't throw away what you're watching, but um, just it's not it's not going to be completely telling to what's uh, going to happen in the beginning of the season. So, um, let's yeah. start with. Uh, um, uh, let's start with Shane, the Cowboys. Uh, and we know you're a big Cowboys fan. Um, what did you think of the game? Were you happy with what you saw? Who stood out to you? Uh, what takeaways do you have? So I think there's two takeaways. You know, everyone's going to talk about 
Deuce Vaughn because he was the highlight reels. And I think last time I was on with you guys, I said, you oh, know, yeah. watch out. It's not going to be maybe fantasy relevant, but he's going to make a difference if they give him seven to 10 touches a game. And you just saw that. Like, you know, my favorite part of the game was that little little wheel route he had out of the backfield where he caught the ball at the, like the five-yard line. I mean, he's going to make Dak Prescott's life so much simpler because yeah. he's just going to he's going to beat any linebacker or any safety on a, on a route like that. Yeah, mismatch for sure. So, yeah, it's kind of one of the reasons why I'm hoping that they don't bring back Zeke. Like, I feel like if they bring back Zeke, it's going to be harder for them to get him those ten touches a game. Yeah. Yeah, um, I I love the I love that you came on here and gave us that Deuce Vaughn um, that statement, and then we've been trying to have you on to have this podcast, and it just so happens you, we were able to watch the Cowboys, and then that came true. So mm-hmm. that was outstanding. Um, completely agreed there. Deuce looked great, so shifty, um, and that's really something that I feel like the Cowboys have missed in offense is kind of like that spark plug, you know? So, yeah. Yeah. And then the other guy I liked in, um, when we did our rookie podcast, um, we were talking, I talked a little bit about him. Uh, it was Jake Ferguson. And I think, you know, they have shown they can develop that position. You know, Jason Witten was a third round pick. They developed Dalton Schultz into uh, a productive uh, tight end and I think Jake Ferguson is the next in line and you know he played all those snaps with the starters and you could just see when you're watching he knows how to sit in zones he knows how to get in that open space he's going to be target Dak leans heavily on the tight end yeah, definitely. And I think he's going to be heavily targeted he's he's a guy I'm going to start moving up more into that McBride range you know if you're going to wait late on the on the position so yeah, I, I don't. I didn't really get to catch enough of that. Um, I did hear about it, but I definitely agree. I mean, how the Cowboys always have a tight end in the mix, and I think that was kind of what we were thinking this off season. Is it Ferguson? Is it Schoonmacher? Who's going to step in? And and I think uh, you know that's starting to be answered. So uh, it's good to hear it from from the uh, cowboy whisperer, Shane himself. Uh, (laughs) um, But uh, yeah, now Ryan, I want to move to your team, the Chicago bears. um, Cause that was, you know, pretty impressive. What we saw there, it was a very small sample size, but um, you know, we said, we're not going to overreact here, but I want to see your bears overreaction right now. All right, all right, listen, listen. For all you bozos out there, all you bozos out there trashing the Bears, stop it. Would you just just stop it? You saw what you saw on Sunday. Justin Fields, three for three, 129 yards and two touchdowns. Not one, two touchdowns, okay? You you, you just, you saw it. DJ Moore is going to be a fucking guy, okay? He is the guy on the field. You see him catch the ball and run like 60-some yards. What are are we we even talking about, okay? And then Khalil Herbert. He, he, people said he wasn't going to be involved in the passing game. Look at what he did. A 50-something yard touchdown. The Bears are going to lean on him in the passing game. He's going to be the running back you want. The Dante Foreman didn't even come out until, what, the third drive with the backups? I mean, stop it. Just stop it. Let's go. Dub Bears, Super Bowl, or nothing. Let's go. 
Super Bowl Super oh, Bears. Uh, that was great. That was great. I love it. Uh, you need to get yourself an Italian beef this afternoon. Oh, man. Um, some hot peppers. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that was great. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like there was a lot of hype in camp and we didn't see a lot of them. I hope next game we see at least a half from that offense, but they look good. Uh, Herbert. Um, we know that he's kind of that big play back and kind of seemed like he was going to be the main piece of that backfield. Um, I would add that Roshan looked good too. I mean, he's so good in pass protection. Um, he, anytime he saw the ball, he looks like he's an NFL running back. So, uh, yeah, like it was, what you it, see from the bears. It was concerning you know? that Roshan came on after Ebner, you know, being the fourth guy on the totem pole there. So mm-hmm. there's still a lot of time for him to, you know, uh, you know, proceed in his, uh, he was uh, hurt. Improvements. He was hurt a little bit. Like uh, he's a rookie, you know, I, I don't, I don't put too much into that. I, I think he, I test looked like a better running back and he was out there, uh, for a good portion of that game, but, um, it's exciting. I mean, it's just continue that excitement's continuing to build for, uh, the bears. So, you know, what is ah, that bears? How does that change my thoughts on them in the division? I mean, not that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I think things kind of, you know, uh, another person I want to talk about is Jordan Love. Um, I thought he looked great, and it kind of confirms how I feel about him this year. So anyone in that division could finish first. Anyone in that division can finish last. Um, there's a lot of excitement in Chicago, and I'm excited you know, to see how that division plays out. Do I think anyone will be in NFC – championship contender probably not but you know yeah we'll see what I'm, I'm right there with you i don't know i'm right there with you um uh, staying in that division <laughs> ty, ty chandler i believe had yes. fantasy re- relevant game um it just he looked he looks good right um yeah. he ran the ball well he caught four balls um i think the rb2 role for the Vikings has opportunity to have a lot of fantasy relevance this year. Um, I'm interested to hear what both of you guys have to say if you watched and saw Chandler's highlights or saw him in that game. Um, And if you think there is a scenario like I do where Madison underperforms and that role increases throughout the season. Yeah, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, go ahead. No, 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 Shane. No. I want to hear from you. I want to hear what you think about the situation. I'm, I'm curious. Well, yeah. So, I'm. Mean, we talked about the last time I was on. I mean, uh, you asked like, who is the number two? And I was at that time. I was like, yeah. I don't know. Honestly, <laughs> yeah. I, it could be one of three guys. I have no idea. But yeah, you have to factor in like they're saying all the right things about Madison. He's going to get all the touches third down, but he's never also handled this much of a role and this much mileage. If he goes halfway through the season, we don't know. So I think it, it was very clarifying um, who you could target and that he could be a viable guy. If Madison goes down. Yeah, definitely someone to keep an eye on throughout the season. Um, take a chance on him uh, later on in drafts or whatnot. Just uh, keep an eye on him in the waiver wire because he could end up having a, a, a nice role there. But, um, Mike, I, I want to know about the Bills, okay? I know you've been big on uh, Dalton Kincaid. Um, I don't know if you watched the game, but I, I'm sure you heard that he's playing 100% of snaps with the starters. How does that make you yeah. feel? Yeah. 
just confirms what I think about him. I mean, I think he is a extremely talented rookie that the Bills went out and traded up for in the draft to get. They didn't add any other real pieces to that um, that receiving room. I mean, Hardy, but like, you know, that's – I'm talking about like they didn't go get a Hopkins. They didn't go they, – they think that they like Kincaid, and I think legitimately think he could be their number two receiving target. If that is the case, he's going to have receiver-type numbers. And if that is the case, he's a top five tight end. So, um, you know, if he plays that slot like he looks like he's going to a lot of, he's going to have a tight end – premium type of stats which is going to put him top five conservatively top three his rookie year would be pretty incredible but i think that's not out of question um so james cook looks good as we have been hearing all camp and has saw flashes of late last season so yeah i mean i saw everything i needed to out of the bills i have them as my super bowl champs um and i'm excited to watch them this year yeah and deontay hardy seems to be like the uh slot guy um, he played all with the uh, the starters, and you know, for the question, is it Shaquille, is it uh, Shakir, or is it um, uh, Justin Shorter? I think um, Deontay Hardy has uh, got that slot position in the bag, so we'll see. What yeah, happens. and they did good. They did pay him like surprisingly. I don't remember what it was, but I remember when that contract it was like two years, seven or nine million or something. I don't yeah. remember exactly what the number was, but I remember being like, "Whoa!" Uh, and that's because of what he did with the Saints two years prior. I think he was injured last year, but the year before that he was surprisingly very, uh, high producing. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Awesome offense loves to spread the ball. And I think Kincaid's going to settle into a number two role, uh, hopefully early, but at some point in the season and, and that's gonna, you know, make him a very fantasy relevant player. Yeah. Um, Shane, do you have any other takeaways from the preseason games? Anything you wanted to mention that you noticed, uh, at all? Uh, you know, the other thing, you know, I, I like seeing um, Hayden Hurst in that Carolina game. He got 100% of the snaps with the starters. You know, he's been talked about a little bit, but he's not really mentioned a lot by people on the late round tight ends to target. Mm-hmm. And, you know, with a rookie quarterback, it's a nice match, um, potentially, um, you could look at for him. So. Yeah. I mean, staying with that same game too, as well. Um, you know, Mike and I, uh, have been, we've been drafting our best ball teams late. Um, a lot of times we're drafting either DJ Chark, Thielen, uh, uh, Terrace Marshall, um, not really Mingo, but I was curious to see how that played out. And it looks like, uh, Mingo is going to be the number three there as of right now. Um, Terrace Marshall seems like he's going to be the number four. So, and then, uh, Thielen's locked in in the slot. So, um, I found that interesting. Yeah, we've gotten like a decent amount of that entire receiver room. Terrence Marshall, we are getting more so earlier yeah. um, and backed off from him. But DJ Chark, we've got a bunch of shares of him. Thielen's found some good value on him. And, you know, uh, and then Mingo, I think we may have a share or two. Mm-hmm. But Bryce Young looks good. I mean, he looks very confident back there. He looks like a, like a true NFL quarterback. So, um, I'm glad we have a piece of that offense. I think Hurst is going to, you know, finally get a shot to be a have a have a significant amount of um, targets come his way. So, um, you know, Panthers defense was decent last year, and they were 
in the mix. Do I think they can win the division? Maybe. I think, you know, they can certainly be in the mix with the Falcons and with the Saints. So um, that was exciting. I think Tajay Spears looked really good. Oh, yeah. Um, He should, in my mind, be that surefire RB2 in that offense. And Henry, to me, is going to still just be the absolute workhorse. But, like, now you have a little bit of flash with his power. Um, So that was exciting to see. Um, Pickens and Pickett. Shane, I know you uh, watched some of that game. Could you give us what you saw there on Pickett? Yeah, well, you know, I liked going in. I had Pickens ranked a little bit lower. You know, a lot of his production last year was on those go routes, and he didn't get a lot of those intermediate high-value PPR routes. And you've heard a lot of them practices. He's getting more of that. And then you saw it in the game. He was getting a lot of those dig-in routes and a lot of those that he wasn't getting last year. And the fact that they had a connection and that Pickett looked so good on that drive, I think he was seven for eight for that first drive for 80-something yards and the touchdown just gives me a little bit more confidence in Johnson and Pickens seeing that. Yeah, Pickett looks so good, man. I've been pretty vocal about my thoughts with him. And another thing that, again, I I was glad to see Pickett. uh, In order for Pickens to go, I have – I think I have Pickens um, valued right now in my rankings as like him being a very talented wide receiver and him and Pickens having good chemistry. Well, if Pickett takes a big step forward this year, then, I mean, you're starting to see Pickens at his like year two ceiling. And that's, I don't know, top 20, top maybe 15, like, he caught that ball and made that move on the defender <laughs> and it was it was just he had no shot right yeah when you yeah. see receiver catch the ball and make secondary look like they have no shot that's when things start to get exciting um so yeah i i agree there um hey real quick i wanted to ask you guys opinion on that game if we see this uh, in week two do you does it mean more to you that split of Najee and Jalen Warren. So it was like almost 50, 50. If that happens again next week, does that change your opinion on Harris a little bit? Um, um, for, go ahead, go Mike, ahead. you can start. Um, well, yeah, for me, um, Najee, um, I haven't ranked where he's ranked because I expect him to be that workhorse there, but seeing the way that it was split, um, gives me a little hesitation now. Um, I, you know, if this continues through the preseason and it's showing that, the Steelers are willing to go to Warren a lot more often than people are thinking, then yeah, I'm going to be backing off Najee. And, but I still think he's going to be um, very efficient with his touches. I think he's still a great running back. And I think we're going to see that. Um, No, I I personally do not because it's the first preseason game. I mean, you also saw Jalen Warren uh, on the punt team. So like (laughs) someone that you're going to give 50% of, a production split to at running back she probably shouldn't be on the punt team. Um, but I don't know. That's just my thought. I, I'm not going to overreact yet. Uh, I just want to see that offense improve. And if it does, I don't really, that's kind of, that's kind of more what I need to see, right? Like you saw a lot of underwhelming Steelers uh, numbers last year and finishes because of how bad the offense was. 
So as long as the offense is better and moving the ball down the field, that's going to open up for Najee and make just them better across the board. So, um, yeah, I mean, that's really all I got. I liked Eli Moore, seeing him get the ball out of the backfield. That was exciting. Um, I know, Shane, you mentioned Abana Kanda. Like, seems like he's reaching, uh, inching towards that RB2 role. We're going to certainly see how that plays out uh, on hard knocks as well. Um, it is something to keep an eye on is going to be Chris Evans and Chase Brown, um, who ends up taking that RB2 role in the Bengals. Um, I don't know if you guys have anything to add there. Um, yeah, I mean, Evans looked a little bit better than I thought he was going to look. He looked yeah. pretty good running the ball. I That's thought the, the exact same. Yeah. I thought the exact same there. And then Chiefs wide receivers, you know, we're going to have – that's going to be a conversation <laughs> for the next two games. Saw Richie James. He saw Justin Ross both get touchdowns. It's going to be another one of those things where they're going to be a battling all all off season. And um, I don't know. It's it's still I don't know, right? Yeah, I mean, to me, it's it's just going to come to the conclusion that it did last year, where it's like Kelsey is the only pass catcher you want on the Chiefs. And it's going to change on a weekly basis. He's going to be getting people involved. Um, one week it's going to be MVS. One week it's going to be you know um, uh, uh, Rasheed Rice. One week it's going to be Sky Moore. I just th- I think it's going to be inconsistent for the wide receivers, and it's just uh, yeah. It's but someone's not making the team, so who is it going to be? That you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I, that's definitely how the offer offense is going to operate. But yeah, they're not all going to make the team. So that's the interesting part with Ross looking good and having as much talent. Richie James is the highest producing wide receiver pretty much on that offense, like from last year, uh, obviously on the Giants. But anyways, I thought he looked really good. Um, so he, that's going to be something interesting to watch out for. Um, other than that, Dotson looked awesome, played 100% snaps. Oh, yeah. Um, so... Um, yeah, I, I, I'll tell you what, this is how I want to end preseason week one talk. <laughs> I love that they have games on from Thursday to Sunday. Yes. Like mm-hmm. that is just outstanding. Like giving us, yeah, it's preseason, but giving us four days of football out of the week. It's like, thank you. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> um, let us see Twitter blow up for four days. Um, See ADPs change on underdog for four days. But yeah. Anyways, I thought that was a really good review. Um, Shane, thanks for the insight on the on Dallas. Let's uh let's get into this mock draft and um and, and go from there. Mock yeah draft yeah ing yeah 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 Um, absolutely. So, uh, just to preface here, let me, uh, share the screen, uh, get this up here. Um, so we do have, uh, quite a few others that joined us, um, yeah. a bunch of our friends over at sports ethos contributors. Um, they're going to be joining us. We are going to be doing 60 seconds per pick. This is a 12 team PPR, um, one quarterback, two running back, three wide receivers, one flex, no kicker, no defense, uh, quick, uh, 13 rounds. And um, Shane, you're going to be drafting from the first position. Mike, you have the 108, and I have the 112. Kind of give you guys all different perspectives on uh, the different spots of the draft board and uh, who we're taking there. So, um, do you guys, uh, without any further ado, you guys ready to jump into this or what? Yeah, it's pretty exciting that we got 
this many people. Make that 30 seconds per pick. You want to do 30? Yeah, I, we don't need to be here for an hour. Well, of course. I just thought about for our picks. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. But if we can um, just we can just fly through it. I mean, we've we've done it. No, we've done enough of these. 60. Keep it 60. That's fine. OK. All right. You're right with us having picks. Yeah, I mean, but like I said, we've done a bunch of these and we've gone pretty in depth with our analysis. So if we have a draft where we kind of just fly off the board and picking who we're picking, it's not a big issue either. However, I think sixty is good. Is good. So at least for um, the first few rounds, and if we feel like it's dragging because people are taking a lot of their clock, then we can bump it to thirty. Yeah. All right. So uh, let's kick it off here, and uh, and we'll go from there. All right. All right, Shane. Shane, Shane O'Mac. Shane, are you a WWE guy? Oh, yeah. I've watched Shane, yes. Shane O'Mac. You're Shane O'Mac. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Underrated athlete of the WWE. That's hysterical. So you're, you're Jefferson 101? Yeah, I, I was glad I got 101. I haven't really been in that slot yeah. a lot in the mocks this summer, so I'm really kind of curious to play that out in that 2-3 turn. Yeah. Um, so I'm going Diggs here if he's available. He is Bijan, of course. Um, that's probably who I. That's definitely who I would be going. But with the ability to start four wide receivers, I'm going to take Diggs here. Um, I, th- you know what I've said about Buffalo. Um, I mm-hmm. think they're going to be Super Bowl champs. I think Josh Allen's going to be QB one. Um, so I've been liking going Diggs here at wide receiver ahead of CD Lamb. Um, who I have now as my wide receiver for. I love it. Um, just wanted to preface this for everybody listening on the podcast. Check us out on YouTube at youtube.com slash sports ethos. We have the draft board up for everybody to see, um, to follow along with. But, <clears throat> yeah, I love that pick with Diggs. I think he's uh, a, a very safe option at wide receiver. Yeah, and uh, it's going to be hard for me not to go to – not to go Bichon. Um when I'm in a live draft, because yeah. I just am going to be like, man, and uh, Bijan's there, and I'm going to, it's going to be so hard for me not to take him. But um, in these mocks, I like going receiver early. So, you know, I feel, I feel good going digs there. You can start four wide receivers. These, th- this top tier of receivers this year is just so good. Um, as the game continues to move to, um, you know, pass heavy offenses. I just think there's so much value having these elite receivers now. So, yeah. No, I mean, obviously if the, uh, um, if the construction was different, two wide receivers instead of three, you're going Bijan there. hundred percent, not even close. I go him yeah. at one Oh three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I went him at one Oh four in that draft. Uh, Shane, did you see my tweet from this weekend? Did you see that team that I, Oh yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just stop drafting. You're not going to top that one. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, well, I'm not going to have a better draft um, the rest of the year. So, all right, no. Ryan, tell us your picks here. Um, yeah, um, looking at here at the 112, um, I got the two guys that I were hoping that were going to fall to me. Uh, they did. Um, I would have considered Chubb, but I, I like Saquon over him, uh, more pass, more passing attack. Um, and I'm going to take Saquon and CeeDee Lamb to start the draft. I love that start. Yep. Yeah, this is this I I'm really enjoying I love the that back. division. 
not just <laughs> not just saying that because Shane's uh, here. I, I truly love that division this year. It's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah, and this so, this um, this back half of the draft is really becoming where I want to draft from. Um, yeah. I love the value that we're getting here at the turn uh, with Saquon and Lamb, and that seems to be like uh, you know whether it's Saquon or Chubb or Lamb or uh, you know um, uh, you know any one of these guys really I, I really like at this turn. Well, I'll say I do like who fall, who's fallen to me. I'm going to be able to get Devonta or Wilson. I hope it's Wilson, and it is. Yeah. Um, so Diggs Wilson start I like a lot. Um, but yeah, no other thing I was going to add about the NFC East, we're talking about them next on the divisional breakdowns. Um, but I really am excited for those giants, Eagles, Cowboys games. Like they're just going to be so fun to watch. I think, um, they, I, I'm really excited to watch because they're, those are all fun places to play fun environments and they're all going to be such meaningful games this year with those three duking out the division. So those games are going to be some of my favorites. Um, um, after Garrett Wilson goes Tony Pollard, Patrick Mahomes, Ramondre Stevenson. Uh, I'm surprised uh, John passed up on Mahomes after taking Kelsey in the first round. I feel like that's pretty, uh, that's usually the go-to pick there. Let's go. What do we got? I was, ho- I was hoping that, that he was going to be there. So I think this is about the last person of tier wide receiver right here. It's Jalen Waddle for me. Totally agree. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to, I'm not getting worried about his little midsection injury right now. So totally agree. Um, that's who I go with for now. This is an interesting pick. Yes. This, this is the, so this is interesting. I, you know, I'm not the Brees Hall guy. I'm still not the Brees Hall guy. This tiers of running backs are kind of somewhat questionable to me. So for me, I'm just going to go and grab the top quarterback. And for me, it's Josh Allen and just get that taken care of. Yeah, that's exactly what I would have done. I would have like maybe, no, I wouldn't even actually have thought about Andrews, but I can understand someone going Andrews. Yeah. For, I would make the I would make those exact same two picks as you. That's an outstanding start. The fact that Waddle fell there is just great. Like, yeah, I've yet to see him slip to the last pick in the second round. I know I would have been interesting if there weren't two computers in front of you that went <laughs> Jacobs Taylor because those are guys that yeah. we've seen slip to the third round. Have we ever seen Waddle slip to the third round? I don't think I have. No. Uh, Granted, I did have Devontae Adams slip to the third round in that draft I was telling you guys about. <laughs> that was nonsense, Mike. That was nonsense. Oh, Utter nonsense. live draft with money involved. Ugh. Who are these people? I need to join that league next year. Like, yeah, just unreal. Unreal. All right. So, um, yeah, so a little preface uh, for everybody on the pod. Uh, Josh Allen went in the beginning of the third round, then T. Higgins, Mark Andrews, Devonta Smith, Najee Harris, Brees Hall. And Mike, you're up uh, after this pick. Yeah, I'm going ATN if he's there. I'm not worried about that at all. Um, I think that, I mean, I think Tank Dukes, there's always people that are overhyped on Twitter and just in the fantasy world. And I'm not saying like Tank Bigsby's not going to have a, like a decent role in the offense, but 
Travis Etienne's a way better running back and he's Trevor Lawrence's guy. So like, I just don't see a world that tank Bigsby, uh, takes away a big role from ETN just period. Uh, I think ETN, I think the Jaguars have a very good offense this year, um, and continue to improve. I think Lawrence is an awesome quarterback. Ridley has a, tr- makes that offense have a true number one receiver and they're just going to all take a step forward this year. And ETN is, you know, a big part of that. So I'm happy to go uh, Diggs Wilson and then have ETN as my RB1. Yeah, absolutely. It's a great start, um, you know, uh, looking good. All right, so I am on the clock here to round out the third round and start the fourth. Uh, after ETN went Metcalf, Debo Samuel, Calvin Ridley, I am here with quite a few interesting options. Joe Burrow and, J- and Lamar Jackson are interesting. Um but I think I'm going to pass up on quarterback now and hope that I get some good value in the next couple rounds. And I am going to grab a running back and wide receiver and keep my team pretty balanced here. I'm grabbing Aaron Jones and following it up with Amari Cooper. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the board right now. I like LaFlem. He's got a Hill, Olave, Devonta Smith start. That looks pretty good. Um and then obviously Shane's team looks great, but LaFlem's got a nice little start there with those wide receivers. Yep. Honestly, Nate H. I, I like Nate H with uh, Bijan. Little concerned still about Adams. I just want to see Jacob sign. Like I, I need some good news coming out of the Raiders camp. Yeah. <laughs> just sometime <laughs> soon. Yeah. Definitely. Um, all right. About, so um, I am uh, I'm up in two picks. How about what? Um. Uh. How do you guys say? It? Do you guys know his name over here? Acad. Acad. Um. Eighth. That's. Um, it's Arnold. Arnold. Yes. Um. It's going. Uh. Amon Ra and Jameer Gibbs. Um. Here in this in the first four rounds, pretty Lions yeah. heavy. Gosh, I don't know what I want to do here, and I have sixty seconds to make a decision. I don't want to go Burrow. I don't really like Walker Mixon. I don't like the tight ends. Hopkins, Terry McLaurin, DJ Moore. I mean, my pick here has been Ayuk. I just don't think it's a little too early for Ayuk. Um, like, do I just go Burrow because of that's kind of what fell to me? Yeah, be hard to pass him up, but yeah, there's an interesting pocket here that you got. I don't hate Ken Walker. Um, I don't like this pocket at all, but I'm I guess I'm going Ken Walker, and I don't love it, but whatever. <laughs> Backed into a corner there, Mike. It'll be interesting. So there's four teams then coming back in this end of this round and the next that need quarterbacks. Yeah. A little bit of a run. So here. Be, we'll, we'll see if that last little bit of that tier of burrow and Trevor Lawrence and Herbert get taken and Justin Fields. Yeah. Yeah. I'm hoping I I'm, I'm hoping a, one of those quarterbacks falls, but I'm looking as I've been doing more and more of these drafts, it seems like the fifth round is where everybody, that uh, pocket of quarterbacks goes, and I always want a piece of that, but I think I'm gonna might be missing out on that here in the back half of the uh, 
of the board on the fifth round. We'll see. I um I want to add about my pick and why I went Ken Walker is sometimes you have to play the board a little bit, unfortunately. Like I would have loved to go Ayuk there, but I still think he's gonna be available at my pick in the fifth round. Um and looking back, I probably should have taken J.K. Dobbins because I don't think he'll make it back to me here. Um, I just kind of freaked out on the clock. and Yeah. So here it's down to two guys, um, and I'm, I've, I like both of these guys from the running back positions. I, it's between Miles Sanders and J.K. Dobbins. And I'm going to go with Dobbins just because I think there's maybe a little more upside there to be a top guy than Sanders, given the offense. Yeah, I agree with you. I think um, just being a part of a better offense, uh, I think Baltimore is going to be better than Carolina this year. And uh, Dobbins could see some more scoring opportunities than Sanders. But I, I, I like both of those options for you. And then here I'm down to there's three receivers that are kind of all in the same group. And they're all going to probably go before they come back to me. So it's between Judy, Watson, and Ayuk. Uh, I'm going to take, just because I haven't gotten any of him so far, you know, I'm going to take Judy in that spot. But they're all, I mean, it's a coin flip almost basically for me. Yeah, I think you made the right choice. Um, I think Judy, um, I mean, I, I don't know. I, I'm not too happy with the way that uh, Denver played in the preseason game. I know we didn't really mention them too much in our synopsis, but um, but Judy should be the guy there, man, and he should have a good year. So we'll see what happens. There goes Herbert. Is he is he who you were hoping uh, would fall to you there, Mike? No, uh, I want Ayuk. And I wish I went Dobbins and Shane just twisted the knife in his pick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that happened. It was either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just bad on my part. I should have been more prepared. And there goes Ayuk. Oh, Thanks a lot. Oh, wow. John, are you listening? Yeah. What are you doing? Yeah. I'm totally, oh, whatever. I'm. <laughs> Fine with that. I'm just. Yeah. I'm gonna take uh, Trevor Lawrence now here. No, that's, I still think that's great value. Yeah, I'm gonna grab Lawrence. Um, him and ETN high on that offense. Like I spoke when I picked ETN, so I'm uh, getting him. You know, late in the fifth, I'm happy with that. Yeah, yeah, I'm jealous. I was hoping he was gonna fall, but. Um, maybe if you would have taken Ayuk, Lawrence would have fell, but who knows? Because uh, the back half still needs quarterbacks here, so it's probably wishful thinking on my part. Um, Sanders goes after Lawrence. Um, let's see. Interesting, interesting players we have here. I mean, the top of the board, we got Kittle, Pitts, Kamara, DeAndre Swift, Dallas Goddard, Darren Waller, Godwin, Akers. <clears throat> Let's see who falls to me. I uh, just got an update on, from Sleeper, something we talked about earlier in this uh, podcast. Mm -hmm. With Mingo being the number three, Terrence Marshall just got carted off the field. So <laughs> that that just that decision may have been just made 
for us. Yeah. So sad to hear that for you, Terrace Marshall. Hope everything's all right. LSU Tiger, baby. Absolutely. Um, all right. So I am on the board here. Um, after Sanders goes, Alexander Madison and Kyle Pitts. Um, I will be taking uh, Cam Akers and then stalling for this next pick because I'm not sure what I'm going to be taking. Um, looking down the board here, I don't want to go too far down, but um, not really in love with the players that are available right here. I uh, like Alvin Kamara after we got news about him. Um, you know, another thing we didn't mention on this uh, on the uh, preseason recap is Baker looked pretty good in Tampa, um, better than a lot of people thought he would. Um, Godwin's interesting, but I think I am going to reach down the board and grab uh, Christian Kirk. Um, I really like what he did last year, and I think he's going to have another good year with uh, Jacksonville. Continuing my balanced approach, Saquon, CD, Aaron Jones, Mari Cooper, Cam Akers, and Christian Kirk. That was funny. The other big preseason reaction was, oh, Christian Kirk played out of the slot. He wasn't in them two wide receiver sets. It's Zay <laughs> Jones and Ridley. Yeah, I saw that. I mean, big whoop. Yeah. Yeah. And it's he still found the end zone, right? Like that's yeah, he's gonna be great. He's awesome at uh, well, probably Lawrence's favorite target on the team in the in the red zone. I mean, yeah. let's see. Who am I going? Am I reaching on Pickens this early? Probably. Yeah, probably, huh? Yeah, after Kirk goes Rashad White, Dallas Goddard, and George Kittle, Mike is on the clock. And he did it. George Pickens, huh? Yep. I think you're starting to see Pickens and Johnson's breakings and ADP like, yeah, side by side, or Pickens may start to jump him where it didn't used to be that way. Yep. Well, he's just so electric. I mean, every time you know we see all these plays he's making in camp, what he's doing on the football field in preseason games, like he's he's just an electric football player, and you know I think we're just going to continue to see that. Uh, after Pickett goes, uh, or after Pickens goes, uh, Lockett and Swift. Interesting. Uh, oh, that's the computer, so not very interesting. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> I look at the board, and I'm like, oh, wait, who did that? Oh, there's the computer. That's who. Yeah, so four running backs. Yeah, that makes sense. It was a computer. <laughs> um, so out of these other – yeah, that's who I was looking at. Um, uh, out of these other um, – uh, sports ethos contributors um who do you like who do you think has the best uh through the first five or through the first six rounds here shane you know that team four i really like the start and you know they you could say oh he hasn't gone running back but there's still some great running backs he can go this round and next boom so there you yeah, go yeah grabbing kamara as your rb1 isn't bad obviously you need to no. figure out um a place uh placeholder in the beginning there the first three weeks but uh when yeah, he comes he's, back i mean he's a Watch him, watch him grab Javante too in this next round. <laughs> He's gonna get somebody, yeah, yeah. I, I'm starting to warm up on Javante, man. Like, we still haven't gotten that report that I've been waiting for. As like, they're gonna be taking it easy with him early in the season. Yeah, it's just 
Sean Payton said he's 100%. It just continues to get better and better. It's kind of wild. Shane, you go uh, Godwin. Talk to me about that. So real quick, Godwin, I, I saw the same thing. You know, Baker looked a little bit better. Um, I think look at what he did last year when he was coming off the major ACL ACL injury his first year. It was still good. Um, he's going to be – I still think he'll be even better this year, rack up a bunch of catches. Um, so yeah, I, I think I feel a little bit safer, just a little bit. And then I'm going to go my second running back, a guy that's just – Continues to slip and slip and slip. Yeah. Yeah. Montgomery. Love me some Monty. Great pick there. Um, and he doesn't go uh, Javante. He goes Mike Williams uh, with another wide receiver there. Uh, All right. I'm going James Cook. I, I feel a lot better about my Ken Walker because I think James Cook is like a very legitimate RB2 option this year. Mm-hmm. Um I think he's, I mean, I don't need to continue to talk about the Bills offense. I'm a Bills fan. I'm just going to say it. This <laughs> year, I am a Bills fan. I will be cheering for the Bills more than any team. Um, you know, I, I've i kind of always said about my NFL fandom, I'm an LSU player fan, and then I am whoever I think. I like the most and think is going to win the Super Bowl, and that's the Bills this year. So, um, yeah, I think James Cook flashed at the end of last year. I think he um, is in the position where he either has it or he doesn't, and he's going to get the opportunity this year. I say he has it. I'm happy to have him um, as my third running back with the potential to slot him in that RB2 spot if Ken Walker, you know, something happens with him in that that offense anthony yeah, richardson what did you what did you see from him uh good or bad uh shane but it, what i expected that it, what was bad was bad yeah. <laughs> it was very bad but i'll say this i i still say he starts week one i mean there's no way that crazy owner is going to just sit there and sit on him for four weeks or five weeks he'll have him out there yeah like with gardner Minshew, like what would be the point of putting Gardner or yeah. Minshew out there? Yeah. No. Yeah. I heard yeah. someone say, um, uh, uh, Jim Ursay is like the crazy uncle at the family parties, just, uh, talking nonsense. <laughs> the guy's funny yeah. to hear him talk. Um, all right. So, um, after James cook, um, Nate goes, uh, Jordan Addison, um, B shade goes Anthony Richardson and Arnold goes Dak. And I'm really happy that nobody drafted uh Tua because I'm grabbing Tua here as my quarterback. Um, I have him in my rankings behind Deshaun, and I'm just now making the decision that I feel like I want to put Tua over Deshaun just from the uh, prolific season that he was starting to have last year. And um, Deshaun kind of shaking off the rust still. I I think they're both going to have great seasons, but I feel like Tua's ceiling might be a little higher, um, and I'm going to be making that switch live on the mock. Uh, And then with my next pick, um, I'm deciding between, um, I think I'm going to skip out on Dalvin cook. Uh, I think I'm going to skip out on JSN, Evan Ingram, Pat Fryermuth, And I'm considering either D- Yahan Dotson and Antonio Gibson. And, uh, since we can start four wide receivers, 
I am leaning the dots inside of things, and I'll be grabbing him. I mean, Don't mess with the Yahan. Yahan! <laughs> I'm so excited to see Yahan this year. Yeah. Um, he's just a good wide receiver, man. He is. Shane, did you hear that story that he, he came out and said about his name? The fun fact about his name? Did you see that come across? No, I missed no. So Mike sent me this, and I don't know if it's meant to be a joke or not, but um, Jahan Dotson, Jahan Dotson said his name was originally supposed to be John, and his father in the in the delivery room was watching Eddie Murphy on TV, and he was laughing while saying John, and said Jahan Dotson, and that was the origin of his name. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't know whether or not to take that seriously. I mean, I, I mean, sure it could be, but it just seems, uh, I don't know. <laughs> All right. So, um, after Dotson goes Quentin Johnston, Traylon Burks, and Mike, you're going to be up right after this pick. Wonder where he's going to go here. Got Bijan, Devontae, DK, Jordan Addison, Kittle, Sanders, Lamar, and he goes JSN. Interesting. Back-to-back rookie wide receivers. I am most likely going to go Gibson here. Um, just because I'm still off on Brian Robinson. I don't really have much to say. I'm like falling a li- <laughs> little bit more out of love with Antonio Gibson, to be honest. But I just keep my belief that Brian Robinson's not the guy, or he's just not a good running back. But how long do they stick with them there? Um, it's one of those things. It's like the Purdy thing for me, man. Like I truly believe Purdy sucks, but they're going to, I guess, ride it out as long as they can. And I kind of feel the same about Brian Robinson. Yeah. Well, one of my guys just went. I'm a big Zay Flowers guy. Oh. I was that was that was gonna be it right there. Yeah. Um, I was thinking about taking him. So probably with in my setup right now, my running back room, you know, Montgomery's a number two. So from uh, to take a number three, I'm gonna take a guy that's got the upside to be maybe a low end one or a high end two. And so for me, that's um um, going to be Herbert just because of the potential there. Um, we'll see how it starts off, but he's got that potential, I think. And then coming back, it's going to be, I'm going to go wide receiver. It's, I'm not in love with the options here. Um, honestly. Um, but once again, it's, I'm actually going to go against my team and not take Brandon Cooks, and I'm going to take the other guy I'm a little bit higher on this year, and that's Gabe Davis. Um, I just look at last year, he battled an ankle injury, and then when he got healthy, Allen was battling injuries, and so people forget about you know where he was last summer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think uh, it's one of those classic, like, year after everyone else <laughs> um everyone's just super high on him last year under underperforms um there's a reason behind that but everyone just remembers the underperformance so he yeah. is a good value this year um, yep. 
Ryan being one of those people, right, Ryan? Oh my God, I was I was like leader of the drums, just beating that drum for Gabe Davis, man. Um, I yes, I couldn't have been higher on him last year, and I was um, I'm very bitter at the end of the season. So, but Mike's right. Uh, this is just the classic uh, storyline here. Gabe Davis could come out and have a phenomenal season. He is the wide receiver too for Buffalo. And uh, I mean, we've seen him, what he's had a game with four touchdowns before. So Josh Allen can get him the ball in the red zone. And uh, I mean, even I think it was last year, he had that 99 something yard touchdown or 96 yard touchdown. And uh, he's Mm -hmm. an explosive player, but very lackluster season last year. So uh, I don't hate the pick. Definitely not. I was going to go Elijah Moore and like, I'm pretty close to being on tilt now. Oh no. Um, Shane, I usually am, am tilting in mocks, so I, I'd love to see Mike tilt a little bit here in the mocks. <laughs> yeah. I might go Michael Thomas and just full tilt. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Let's just just enter the uh, Charlie Brown Lucy football yeah. <laughs> being taken away meme right now. Don't fall for it. I don't know what to do here. I'm going to go Rashad Bateman. That's a great pick, man. Number one receiver there in Baltimore right now and probably for the whole season. Yeah, I just – whatever. I like Zay Flowers more than him. I almost went him last round, and now my fourth receiver is Rashad Bateman. I'm not very happy about that. Not very happy about picking Ken Walker when I should have picked Dobbins. Um so, hmm. Well, after Bateman goes uh, Rashad Penny, then Devon A. Chain, and we'll see who uh, Arnold takes here and leaves me for my pick. He takes Cortland Sutton. Um, so I'm not really considering Mike Thomas or Brian Robinson or Juju. Um, Dalton Schultz is interesting. Cole Komet's interesting. Um, Wow, I'm going to be going a little farther down the list than I wanted to. Um, (laughs) I'll be grabbing two players here with my two picks, and I'll be grabbing Dalton Kincaid and Sky Moore um, just for the upside. Um, Don't love it, but, again, don't really like the other picks that are available to me here. Yeah, what are we doing? I was about to say, what are we doing still taking Kadarius Tony ahead of Sky Moore? But then I see it's another. Oh, <laughs> computer pick. pick. Yeah, that's the problem dealing yes. with uh, the computer mock drafts, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, after Sky Moore goes Jarek McKinnon, then Brian Robinson, uh, and then one more pick, and Mike is on the board. Mike is mentally checked out. <laughs> Mike... <laughs> Mike doesn't. <laughs> Mike doesn't like making mistakes and moving on from mistakes. Oh, man. Mike does not like making mistakes, and he felt like he made one, so it's just been... I'm going to put a little caveat. Mike, I love when you talk in the third person. So uh, It just makes my draft so much better. I just love hearing you say that. Yeah. (laughs) The defeat in his eyes right now is just so... Yeah, it's it's wonderful. I just don't like doing that. (sighs) Fuck you, Mike. (laughs) (laughs) And there goes David and Joku. 
pick anyone. <laughs> Not considering Michael Thomas here in your 10th? No. Should I just get Tank Bigsby? <laughs> <laughs> please do. Of all the people to draft him, please let him be. Uh, Elijah Mitchell. God, that would be so great, especially if ETN would get hurt, and then you'd have to actually root for Tank Bigsby. Yeah, because I dropped because <laughs> I drafted him in one mock draft that I hated already. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Thomas goes to the computer. Imagine that. I mean, I'd love to see Michael Thomas come back, you know, and um, Derek Carr. I just don't know what to think of this Saints team. They're going to be decent. I think, you know, I think when uh, we haven't talked about this division yet, Mike, but when we do, I think the Saints have a good chance of winning the division. Yeah, Saints or Falcons. Derek Carr's looking jacked. Did you see that picture of him? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think Derek Carr's just got that, that massive chip on his shoulder, man. And I just really – I hope the best for him. Yeah, as he should, I think. All right, uh, Shane. Yeah, what do you got, Shane? I'm kind of in the same way. It's uh, Nothing looks great here that I love at all. Um. The receivers are a bunch of crap shoots. Um, I'm going to probably just – I'm going to take my tight end here for sure with one of the picks and Schultz. Get, maybe could be the top target leader on the team. Yeah. Uh, oof, God. And after this – God, I hate these – all these receivers. Uh, that's gross, but I'm just going to take the for sure guy in Carolina. But I feel gross about it. I feel horribly gross. That's funny. I, I love how picks make you feel gross when you're just like, oh, uh, God, I don't want this like, guy. Like, what am I? Uh. <clears throat> no, but I think Thielen's going to be pretty active in that offense, man. Um, you know, playing in the slot. And we think Bryce is going to be really good, so. He's going to supply some good receivers. We'll see who that is. Mike, you still live over there? Yeah, I'm just looking <laughs> at everyone else's team. Anything stand out to you? You're on the clock now, 60 seconds. Oops. Um, not really. I, I think Leary's team is pretty interesting. He's got Cup, Stevenson, Najee, Moore, London. I like those first four, five picks. Mm-hmm. Then he goes. Then he goes Waller, who's like interesting, right? Yeah. Uh, Mike Evans, which may have gotten a little bit of a bump after seeing Baker throw that way, kind of like how Shane was talking about Godwin, like Evans is a freak. <laughs> yeah. If Baylor isn't just a total disaster. Then he's going to have a thousand yards. Uh, and he got him in the seventh round Watson. 
I love Watson, Jamal Williams. I mean, three three games are his, and then he's in an Ingram role, which is you know supports a fantasy relevant guy, Romeo Dobbs and Damian Harris. So I mean, kind of yeah. like Leary, Leary's team a little bit. Okay, I need to focus. Uh, I am on the clock here. Uh, didn't realize that. Um, let's see, who am I going to be taking here? I like LaFlemme's team still. I mean, P, yep. P. Ryan, like, I'll be interested to see what his role is in that offense just because I, I don't want to overreact on how they looked, but they looked a little bit similar to how they were last year, which is very scary to me. Um, but it's early, man. I mean, I just need to see something from Russell before the season starts to be confident in those Broncos. Yeah, uh, I'm panicking here. I don't know where to go. I need to grab another running back, and I go Jalen Warren. Um, not my usual pick here, but as I'm looking down the board, um, the rest, even the next two rounds, uh, uh, yeah. slim pickings at running back. So um, like what I saw um, in the preseason game, and hopefully his usage is there. Yeah, I mean, you could get some serious points out of him on special teams too, so that's a plus. Like, <laughs> the other team blocks a punt and he picks it up and runs it for a touchdown or a fake punt, fake, fake, fake punt rushing yards like that. <laughs> that. Oh, shit, I'm back on the clock again here. Uh, I'm over here laughing at you, Mike. You're funny. Um, yeah. So I'm going to grab uh, someone uh, who we've been calling – um, my best friend, just for shits and gigs, I'm grabbing Jacoby Myers. Let's go. Welcome to the squad. Jacoby, your best friend, Myers. <laughs> That's a huge pick late. You got your best friend. You got a dual threat backup running back special teams guy. Um, with yep. There's not a lot out here this late. And, uh, you know, no, real talk, though, the Steelers do love Warren. I mean. We'll see what ends up happening because, I mean, Najee's Najee. He doesn't miss a game, and he's had a crazy workload. Um, is Warren good enough to take some of that? Like, who knows? We'll figure that out. We'll, we'll find out. But Yeah. All righty. What are we doing here? I will take Mr. Nico Collins. I still like Nico. Um, I think he is like a pretty good-looking receiver. Uh, he runs good routes. He catches the ball. Um, how good is Houston going to be this year? A lot of that's going to determine on Stroud. Um, and, uh, you know, should have a decent offensive line. Pierce should open up the offense a little bit. I don't know. I think Houston can can win some games. So here I will probably do a little a little safety handcuff strategy and take Roshan with Herbert in the in the spot there. I will always take Roshan over Foreman just because yeah. I think there's more upside there than there is with Foreman. I agree. Yeah. So I agree. Then I'm gonna go receiver here and it's a guy I've talked a little bit about 
And so I have to at least if I if I'm gonna talk about him on Twitter, I might as well at least draft him in some of these drafts is Isaiah Hodgins from the Giants. True to your word. So, True to your word, Shane. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, I will say that we after I saw your uh your tweets on him on Twitter, we I said told Ryan we need to get him in a uh, best ball draft and we did draft him once. Yeah. I mean, my God, if I'm going to do a special graphic about him, I at least got to draft him. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, man, Hodgins looked good last year. I ended up picking him up in a couple leagues, and uh, he was a nice spot start for me a couple times. So I, I, I like me some Hodgins. Yeah, Hodgins. Now, um, Kenneth Gainwell goes here in the 13th round, who um, – uh, I need to be moving up my rankings after the word that he is RB1 in Philly. Uh, we'll see how that plays out, but 13th round is way too low to be grabbing somebody that could be a, uh, a starting running back. Yeah, I need to also start taking a late round, the CEH. I need to take more of him at the end. I oh, yeah. I think. Yeah, same same scenario there where it's like, you know, he's going to be involved, man. I agree. Um, I am going to go ahead and take Mr. DJ Chark. Do, 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 do. <laughs> I love it. I love the DJ Chark pick there. Yeah, let's uh, let's blast. Let's promote the shit out of this uh, mock draft because we have week one reactions and mock draft. Um and we've been having some really successful uh, mock drafts on YouTube. It's just that season. We're going to keep pumping them out for you guys. We got Shane, uh, big brain, fantasy, uh, sports ethos contributor. Um, so I thought this, uh, thought this went really well. I was surprised we got all these got, uh, ethos contributors in here also. So I think everything worked out really well. Yeah, I agree. Deuce. Deuce. <laughs> love it. Thank you. I love it. Deuce. Oh, Deuce great. Loose. Yeah. And then my last pick uh, to complete this draft, I grabbed Jerome Ford uh, to make up for my not so confident Jalen Warren pick. But um, all right, Deuce. we'll run through real quick. Um, my quarterback is Tua. Uh, my running backs are Saquon Barkley, Aaron Jones, Cam Akers, Jalen Warren, and Jerome Ford. My receivers are CeeDee Lamb. Mari Cooper, Christian Kirk, Johan Dotson, Sky Moore, and Jacoby Myers. Um, Mike, how did your team shake out? I know you weren't too happy with some decisions, but pass. What you look like? (laughs) 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 All right, Shane, what does your team look like? You just ruined my train of thought there. I was ready to tee something up in my head. Oh. <laughs> uh, okay, so, you know, I went Jefferson Waddle. Looking back, I think I would have liked this team a little bit more if I maybe went Devontae in the wide receiver three spot maybe to start the third round. I like – this is not as strong of starting three wide receivers as I normally like, um, but – I'll just hope and bank that Allen is, is, has that differential point mark each week like he did last year. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, and then Dobbins and Montgomery and Herbert, I think at least two of those guys could be something. 
Yeah. yeah. Um, I like, uh, I think Allen's going to have that just blowout <clears throat> QB one overall point leader. Um, so it, I know what you mean by wanting to go those three high end uh, receivers. There's so much value if you can grab, I mean, Devonta Smith, to me, that's the end of that tier break. Yeah. I actually even have him ahead of Wiggins, and I guess you can include Higgins in there, or Higgins, sorry. Um, so I do think there's a tier break there, and if you can get three of those, that's pretty dangerous. It's hard because Allen, I think, is going to have that QB one year that he's had, you know, two out of the last three years. But um, awesome. Well, had another awesome episode with you on Shane. Um, I'd like to get you on another time once we wrap up the divisional breakdowns for like, I don't know, we'll be doing like a undervalued uh, at ADP or maybe like a sleeper. Uh, we're going to be putting together some segment episodes. We'd love to have you back on. Um, but thanks for the Dallas insight. Uh, and thanks for being right a few weeks ago um, with your per- projections but um yeah thanks for coming on yep thank you guys remember baby baby billy loves you (laughs) (laughs) hey shane send us out what should everybody do buckle up